Hello and welcome to the True Face podcast. We are coming to you through your ears and your earbuds. Thank you for joining Bruce McNichol, Bill Thrall, and John Lynch. Take it away, guys. <laughs> David Hargash. Uh, Who needs Siri? Uh, yeah, We're right. office. You got it. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I should also read the scriptures. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's a voice-to-text option, guys. <laughs> if you love me, <laughs> keep my commandments. Okay, uh, uh, we are in John 14. Yes, we are. Sure. Uh, David, why don't you read uh, 16 and 17 and then go down to 25. Okay, uh, this is John 14 of the ESV. And I will ask the Father... And he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. Verse 25 says, These things I have spoken to you while I am still with you. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you, let not your heart be troubled, neither let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away and I will come to you. If you loved me, you would have rejoiced because I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it, it takes place so that when it does take place, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming. He has no claim on me, but I do as the Father has commanded me. So that the world may know that I love the Father. Rise, let us go from here. Wow. What a handoff. Wow. My goodness. There's some stuff in there, I think. What do you think? Yeah. Very important. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine if I tried that? (laughs) I wish we were trying to get you to. Oh, that would be impossible. <laughs> Bill Thrall is incapable of any mimicking of dialect or any kind of can't any it. voice other than your own. I just really. can't do it. I struggle with that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, truer words, ladies and gentlemen. Truer words. Never spoken. As we, um, just for a quick review back to where we were in, in those first couple of verses to here. In this passage, Jesus is doing a beautiful thing. He's introducing the Holy Spirit of God as he. He's telling us that there is a person called the Holy Spirit. Israel, the disciples, they knew about a Jehovah God. They couldn't even comprehend that there would be a son of God, Mm. much less that the Spirit of God would be a person. Right. And, and, and so he's introducing to us the person of the Holy Spirit and describing part of the responsibility or the works or the things that the Holy Spirit would actually be responsible for, this person of the Holy Spirit. Now, when I went to Bible college, I must have been sick on the day they talked about the Holy Spirit because I didn't learn any of the reality of the person of the Holy Spirit living in my person. And being there intentionally of God for my benefit to teach me what Jesus wanted me to know. Didn't know any of that. And, and, and so when I met Campus Crusade for Christ on 
Arizona campus, the director there, gave me a little blue booklet called The Holy Spirit by, the, by Campus Crusade. It opened my life to something I honestly didn't know. Mm. And, and since that time, it's just been an amazing reality for me to realize that Jesus is in me and he has made me righteous and therefore the Holy Spirit of God can dwell in Bill Thrall. You said something fascinating that I'm not sure that I've uh, thought of a, a lot. We teach and we know that the Holy Spirit came upon people in yeah. the Old Testament. But, and, and we're learning here that he dwells in us forever. Yes. right. But did they not see him as a person no. in the Old Testament? Just no. as a the Spirit as a, of God. The Spirit the of God. Holy so Spirit when God. David's saying, Spirit, don't take your spirit away from me, it, it was like a, a, a gift, not a person that he was right. talking about. Because if you have if you have Jehovah as the only God, right, right. and you have no concept of the Trinity, right. then there, there can, can be, be a no person, person right. there. But Jesus is Isn't that amazing. That's He's amazing. Describing He's a describing person. a person. Who actually dwells in us? Who came upon us and in us and acts? And and, uh, the and he's telling them it's better that I should go exactly. because you're going to get this person. And the disciples have to be so just awed by anything he's telling them. But this one would just be beyond anything they could have imagined. So you're saying that the Holy Spirit's getting kind of a short shrift here because everyone always says I invited Jesus into my heart. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit's over here like, come on, guys, <laughs> it's me. No, 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 it's not that. It's, it's, not, it's not that we're inviting him into our heart. Right. It's that he comes into our heart because of who we are in Christ. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's fascinating here, too, to think about what the disciples are imagining when he says, the Father's going to give you this person, this yes. Holy Spirit. Uh, they know now that the Father has sent Jesus to them. Right. And now Jesus is going back, and here comes the replacement. Mm-hmm. Here comes the substitute. <laughs> here mm-hmm. comes the one that's going to be with them, and the Father's doing this again. So they're already familiar, at this point at least, that there was a person in Jesus who the Father sent. Right. And now he's going to send another one. Yeah. And who is just as powerful and is going to cause them somehow to remember the things that Jesus taught them. Yes. That is so different here. That's why when we did this earlier, we said we're going to talk about the theology of Jesus. This is brand new stuff. Yeah. And and, and the the theology of Paul and others in the New Testament, they validate it, but here he's introducing it. And he calls them the spirit of truth. And, and then he says in verse 25, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. And it's like, what? So in, in me, in us, the Holy Spirit of God is clarifying the truth of God mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. He's clarifying the truth of God. Amazing. In my own understanding, I don't get it, but his, his presence in me helps me mm. understand mm. the purposes and the promises and the responsibilities of God. Isn't that? It's like, oh, I couldn't have got it otherwise. God, what were you thinking? Oh, wow. You not only, Here's that back to our premise. Oh, you not only have given me a new life, but you've given me a life that now, by the Holy Spirit, can be lived. 
And and that is to me just I didn't want to miss that. I, I remember at age twenty seven coming to Christ December twenty third. December twenty second, I read The Great Divorce by C. S. Lewis and I read some scripture that night and went, Ah, interesting. December twenty third, I read that same passage and read The Great Divorce by C. S. Lewis and was undone. John, that's exactly a brand new believer with no maturity, but I have all of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Totally enlivening me to understand things that I couldn't understand the day before. Oh, a friend of ours, using that terminology, the spirit of truth and giving us understanding, he, one of his faults is his exaggeration of lying. So, so he says, I'm asking God through the Holy Spirit to help me to not lie. And he said, I would have worked really hard on not lying. And I, that didn't work. But now I can learn to trust the Holy Spirit and so he's so precious. It's like a little child, actually, when he says, oh, thank you, Lord. I was going to lie about that. <laughs> and, and he says that I didn't realize that my lying gave me permission to hide. And my hiding gave me permission to act out. And my acting out was destroying my wife and family. Whoa. hey yo, Yeah. There's Whoa. some power. Yeah. Yeah. Now let's talk about this advocate as well. What is he? What is? He, what does that mean? And what is he advocating for on our behalf? Where is that? It's not even in my Bible. It's, oh well, it's, it's in chapter sixteen. Chapter oh, so you're going way ahead. Um, but uh, John fourteen. But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father. Oh, the helper. Said, that's what you. Oh, help, yeah. Oh, it says advocate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. What is it? What does that mean? What is? What is? It, what's he helping us with? Besides remembering all these things. What else does the Holy Spirit do for us? Yeah. Well, I think I think we uh, all of us would understand it. it. Generally, it's taught that this is the one called alongside the Comforter, mm-hmm. the the one that Jesus said, "I won't be with you, but He." Think of Him as if I were with you, and what would you find in me if I were there? Look for that in Him. Mm-hmm. Because that's what he has to offer you. He has to offer you what I cannot give you in my absence. He's he's the one that's that's always there, comforting, but also guiding, uh, helping us uh, discern uh, right from wrong, convicting. uh, Absolutely. Isn't it interesting? He's saying to the Father, I know he did this, but he's actually saying to the Father, but he's yours, and he's advocating on my behalf. Yes. But it's interesting. He's also advocating God on my behalf. Absolutely. Yes. It's saying, John, let me explain to you what mm-hmm. your father's doing that you might not otherwise understand yes. and might be upset about or uh, blame him for. Yes. Yeah. Now, do, do, you, do you communicate with the Spirit? How do you communicate with the Spirit? He is... A person, just as much as Jesus and the Father, do you uh, do you commune with Him? Do you talk with Him? Do you ask Him, or is it more, uh, you know? And everybody's individual about this. No formulas, no commands, directions. I have found it convenient <laughs> to know that I'm speaking to the Father when I speak to the Son. And I know the Holy Spirit is there 
hearing, understanding, yeah. and coming alongside me in my words and thoughts. Yeah. So I don't. I don't. That's that's a kind of how I am as well. Yeah, it's an I, interesting picture yeah. that you get of the Holy Spirit that He's saying, "I don't need you to use my name. I don't need right, you to draw right. attention fact, to me." He says, uh, "I will point to yeah, Jesus. I will always he point wants, to Jesus. He wants us to pray in Jesus' and you name. will honor the Triune God. Yeah, He'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Amen. I think Bruce, you brought up a really good point because there can be, therefore, uh, a misunderstanding of how the Trinity itself has addressed itself, the Trinity to us, the the Holy Spirit has submitted himself to the Son. And the Son has submitted himself to the Father. Yeah. And and it's that really... He says that right at the end of this ex- passage. Exactly. And we got to be careful mm-hmm. of that because sometimes in uh, the exaggeration of some in the Holy Spirit, they 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 do something. They go directly to the Holy Spirit Without the Son, mm-hmm. and you've got to be really mm-hmm. careful of that. That's mm-hmm. not the God. That's not the divine order. Mm-hmm. And, and and yet, it we have all kinds of permission to talk to the Holy Spirit. Uh, yes. For instance, one of the passages we teach a lot it, that needs to be understood is that the Holy Spirit is the person in me to deal with my flesh. Mm-hmm. I am never that person. So in that circumstance, I do need to be in communion with the Holy Spirit. Yes. As an example. Absolutely. And well, please forgive me for, um, if you thought I was serious about my very you know, bad theology, <laughs> that was meant to be joking. But if you want to take it literally, then I've ruined your life. So. If you were in the room and saw his smile, you yeah. knew it was yeah. a joke. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I am so grateful, too, that he says, you know, I give you my peace, not like the world gives. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you my peace. Amen. And and he is our peace, Paul says later in Ephesians. Right. Um, he didn't just preach peace. He is our peace. Mm-hmm. And um, so for whatever traumas we are going through at this kind of Christmas season, mm-hmm. and there are a lot in this kind of season for many people, he is. He oh, is our peace. This crazy world that, that gives transient, incomplete peace. Peace. Yeah, he says, right now you can avoid it. That's right. Avoid it. With avoid the Holy it. Spirit as our comforter. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you next week. Go and be in peace. <laughs> <laughs>